Imagine being present, calm, and connected while creating a family environment where everyone can thrive. Welcome to the I Am Mom Parenting Podcast, providing inspiration and actionable steps to manifest the meaningful and magical life you desire for you and your family. We are your hosts, Dimple Aurora, founder of Mindful Evolution and Shaista Fateli, founder of Thrive Kids. Thank you for sharing the I Am Mom journey with us. Let's get started. Hey, and welcome back to our podcast. As we record this today, we're celebrating Thanksgiving in Canada, and we decided why not do an episode on gratitude? Now, gratitude has become a buzzword, and I'm sure many people around the country this weekend sat around the dinner table, each expressing what they're grateful for. And the benefits of gratitude have been well documented. So in addition to covering some of those in this episode, we're excited to discuss what gratitude really is and how you can use it for yourself and with your child to have higher levels of well-being and ultimately raise your human consciousness at a quantum level. Yeah, I love, love, love expressing gratitude as well as talking about gratitude. And actually, to be honest, I we sat (laughs) on the dinner table, but we didn't say what we're grateful for. (laughs) Um, And I think because like, I've just like do it all the time, right? Yeah. With with, uh, particularly with, with my Al. So the thing is, when we're expressing gratitude, we often think of in think of that in terms of expressing appreciation towards someone when uh, they've done something nice for us, or we have benefited from them in some way, right? Sometimes it's also required or expected, right? Like you'll tell your kids, oh, you got this, say thank you. But the thing is, when you are intentionally creating a practice of gratitude on a daily basis, it actually produces different chemicals, chemical reactions in our brain that helps us to experience different positive emotions as well as rewire our brain chemistry. Oh, I love that you brought that up. I love that you brought that up because gratitude really is, it's a feeling. It's a feeling. It's a positive emotion that you feel. And when you think of emotions, you can think of them as energy in motion. And when we look at the work of Dr. David Hawkins, he was a world-renowned psychiatrist, physician, researcher, and spiritual teacher. And he came up with the map of consciousness, which measured the frequency of different emotions. And gratitude calibrated at 540, which is the level of unconditional joy and inner joy. And it really is, it's a very high state of being. Okay. And I want to read uh, an excerpt from the book, 
Becoming Supernatural, which I'm actually reading right now by Dr. Joe Dispenza. This is a, a great explanation of how emotions work. Okay. So when we think a thought, those networks of neurons that fire in our brain create electric charges. And those thoughts cause a chemical reaction that results in a feeling or an emotion. And in this case, we're talking about gratitude. And those feelings and emotions create magnetic charges. And then the thoughts that create the electric charges go on to produce a specific electromagnetic field that creates your actual state of being. Oh my gosh, that is so powerful. Like when you read that, I was just getting chills in my body because it's such a fantastic explanation of this practice of gratitude. And you mentioned this in the introduction, right? That it's become such a buzzword. Oh, oh, okay. You know, all you need to do is just be grateful for what you have or practice gratitude, or you hear this a lot, but to hear it on such a level of how it can be reflected in our bodies really, really puts much emphasis on this, right? Mm -hmm. So the thing is here with gratitude, Jay Shetty actually in his book, Think mm -hmm. Like a Monk, talks about gratitude a lot. And what he says is that when you're present in gratitude, you actually cannot be anywhere else. There's a study done where it was um, a neuroscientist who did the study, Alex Corp, and he found that you can't focus on positive and negative feelings at the same time. You can only focus on one. So when you're training your brain to have mo to, to focus on moments of gratitude, they're going to going to elicit these um, these chemical reactions that you just spoke about, and mm. it will allow us to escape negative feelings or feelings of unworthiness or not enoughness, and instead focus on these positive emotions. Yes, yes. Because the frequency of gratitude, it's an elevated emotion, and it's much higher than the emotions of stress such as fear and anger, because those emotions carry a very different level of conscious intent and energy. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's what it is. And, and when you're not living in gratitude, you, you're right, it leads to this feeling of, of, of not, not enough, right? So not having enough, not being enough. And it really has to start with, with, being grateful for what you actually have in the present moment, because it's not about like desiring what you want in the future, right? It's about, like you said, in Jace Shetty's book, focusing on the present moment and what you have in this moment, right? And I know that it's probably hard for people to feel gratitude when you know, when there's a lot of adverse stuff going on, right? And when there's bad things happening in your life, it's really hard to get to that place of gratitude sometimes, Yeah. right? But yeah. what we can do is like, as you clear the lower level emotions, as you clear the emotions like shame, 
fear, guilt, anger, you start raising your frequency. It's really raising your vibe, mm-hmm. right? Oh yeah, totally. And you know, the other thing though, I think is so it, it really takes us out of that um, place we're in, right? Where this is where we are, where we're stuck. And it just opens us up to the possibility that we don't have to stay where we are. Because when we wait in this gratefulness, we allow ourselves to suddenly become open to way more opportunities and for these experiences or joyful moments that life will bring towards us. But we have to be open enough to receive them. And that's what gratitude does. Exactly. Because when you are in that stuck energy, you're, you're not allowing the energy and the emotion to flow through you because you feel stuck. And your body is like you, your energetic field is like, you're like a tuning fork, right? You're turning, tuning into a different station or frequency, we can say. And so when you tune into a state like gratitude, you really are plugged in to a very uh, high level um, state of being. Mm -hmm. And when you talk about gratitude, it's important to speak in the present tense, right? So, so if you say, you know, I'm grateful for uh, my car, right? That's, that's in the present tense, but you're not going to say I'm grateful when I get that car, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> so it's, it's important about the, like teaching kids on how to speak about gratitude is, is also important. Yeah, totally. And the benefits for kids are huge, right? So there's, physical benefits, emotional benefits, psychological benefits. So for example, one really um, great benefit for kids is that it helps with their mental, um, a positive mental attitude, right? And their aptitude. Because what happens is, and again, we we talked about this earlier, it reconfigures uh, the brain, right? Mm -hmm. And really allows them to look for things that they are grateful for in moments of distress. So it improves a lot of the resiliency that kids uh, require, right? And it also improves their self-esteem because when you think about what you are, what you have and what you're grateful for, you automatically feel good about yourself. Right. And Mm -hmm. that increases the self-esteem. And then that's like a snowball effect. That's going to affect relationships. It's going to affect friendships. It's going to affect academic confidence and help them to get to their next level. Yeah. And that's why I feel like a gratitude practice with children at a young age, starting early is really important because like you said, it trains their brain to look for the positive. So like we've spoken about in other episodes, that reticular activation system in the brain, the RAS, what you focus on is what you see is what is what energy you attract into your life. It's what you what expands more into your life. So if they are constantly looking for things that they are grateful for, it is going to train, train their brain. And I always tell uh, partners 
look for what you appreciate in your partner, because usually we're looking for what they're doing wrong. Yeah, that's true. Very true. (laughs) And, and I notice if I get into a pattern of looking at what my husband's doing wrong, it seems like he's doing everything wrong. But when I start focusing on what he did really well, and I start appreciating it, then all of a sudden, it seems like it's happening more. Oh, yeah, totally. (laughs) And, you know, with kids, I have to say, though, okay, and I get this sometimes with parents, but I experienced this myself. Mm -hmm. When, um, so when we're practicing gratitude, sometimes there's not going to be like, okay, sure, let's do that, mom, or, you know, (laughs) but I think what happens, though, it just kind of, um, it trickles, right? Like it transfers into their brain. Just the fact of you even saying, okay, like, tell me a little bit about what happened in your day. What was really great about your day today? Or if you're doing um, activities around that, right? That we'll talk about a little bit later on. Even if they're not engaging in that conversation Mm -hmm. or that activity, you've already planted that seed. And guess what's going to happen? They're going to end up doing that themselves independently. And I've seen that time and time and time again. So if you find that your child is not willingly participating with you, just try and encourage that discussion or bringing up the topic and they will organically do it. Yes. Yes. And it's, I mean, for older kids, it's easy to get them a gratitude journal to have a practice before bed and they can write in it. But for younger kids who don't know how to write yet, you can use statements like, because they might not even understand the word grateful. So you could say things like, what are you happy for today? Right. I am happy that I am thankful that I love that, right? So that's going to train them to to use those kind of words, right? And one thing also I noticed with kids is it really helps them. I mean, even with adults, even with us, gratitude helps us to move past disappointments because whenever something really difficult happens in our life, don't you find that when you reflect back, you're always so appreciative for that experience. Yeah. Right. When when you look back, definitely. Yeah. As hard as it was, right. As hard as it was, you're so grateful that you went through that because somehow you became stronger. You became more resilient. You got out of a tough situation. You it's, it's such a triumph, right? It's such a triumph. And so we can use gratitude to help kids learn lessons to learn some life lessons and it helps them to move past the experience, mm-hmm. right? So helps them to, okay, this is, you know, what uh, not to do next time or share this experience with somebody else so that they can also learn from this mistake, right? Or they can help a friend going through this time. If, and that's what usually happens. You go through a really tough time, like say somebody goes through a health challenge or a marital problem, they're, they're going through a divorce you use your experience to help others, right? And you become grateful for that experience because you gained the knowledge and you gained the ability to help others through it, Mm -hmm. right? Exactly, yeah. And there's so many different ways in which you can teach 
gratitude to your kids, right? And there's a lot of practices that you can do. And that leads us to some of the strategies that we have for you today. Now, you mentioned a little bit about um, little kids, right? And just explaining it to them in a way that makes sense to them. Like, what are you happy for? A really good add-on to that is to make it very tactile. And so what I do um, with younger kids is I actually find um, usually it's a rock, maybe during like the fall, it could be a leaf, but basically you're, you're picking out something, let's say it's a rock here and you ask them to pick it out by um, how they feel towards the rock, right? So, um, mm-hmm. Towards the rock, like if they like it. And so they'll pick it up and they'll be like, oh, I like it because it's so pretty or whatever, right? And so they will then take the rock and carry it around and maybe even put it in their pocket. And then you're going to encourage them and you'll do it with them. Whenever you touch that rock, think about what really made you happy today. Or whenever you see that rock, think about what happened today that made you feel really good. So you're combining this uh, tactile experience with a cognitive experience. And this is really, really fun and super beneficial for younger kids. Oh, that's awesome because that rock acts like an anchor. So you anchor into that moment, that present moment to use that to change change train the brain. Right. So that's awesome. That's really awesome. And you know, one thing that we did as a family last year was we created a gratitude jar. And so we had these little pieces of paper and every time we were grateful or something really uh, amazing happened, we wrote it on the paper, we threw it into the jar. But then what happened was we forgot about the jar and then we forgot to open it at the end of the year because at the end of the year, you open it and you read all those amazing um, little moments on those pieces of paper. So actually, we had planned this weekend to actually open that jar. So we're going to, yeah, we're going to do that. So we still have all those tiny pieces of paper in there and it'll be really nice to read those, uh, those experiences, read about those experiences that we had. Yeah, that is a really fun activity, the gratitude jar. Um, I find that it becomes such a family activity, like you Mm -hmm. mentioned, right? And you just basically, like you said, get the jar and every day write down something that happened, right? That you're Mm -hmm. really grateful for and Mm -hmm. put it in and then you pull it out at the end of the year. Exactly. You know, there there are um, so many things you can do with your kids. Like even if... if, uh, even if they're in a bad mood, right? Even if they're in a bad mood, you can use gratitude to shift their mood. So even just giving them an opportunity to uh, see the positive, you know, around around them in that moment, right? So if they seem to be in a funk or they're really unhappy or they're complaining about something, you can get them to use gratitude. But that's why we want to train their brain early. We want to start the gratitude practice early so that they have that ingrained in them and they are they're elevating their their frequency at a cellular level from a young age which is affecting their 
their, their cells and their physical health. And, you know, even for us, it can help with depression. Uh, gratitude practice can help with keeping us healthier and even, even more productive studies show there's so many benefits, right? And we can actually go through a few of them. Yeah. And you with this, with gratitude, like you were mm-hmm. talking a little bit about the self-awareness, right? Mm-hmm. And sense of well-being. And I find that when you actually do create it in terms of a practice um, with consistency, it becomes a reflection, right? So one way that I like to do this is usually like right before bed where we do the two stars in a wish or like at right before you brush your teeth, whatever works for you at the dinner table. Mm-hmm. But I just like to call the two stars in a wish because it just makes us visual in your mind. Right. And so again, it's the two stars. Like, what are you really grateful for? And something that maybe you want to change is the wish, right? But it's mm-hmm. still, you're putting the emphasis on what you're really grateful for, but you're not dismissing some of the other challenges that you had, because we don't want to do that either, right? So exactly. you want to put emphasis on the gratitude, but not dismiss any of the events, other events that happened. Exactly. So then you can look at, you can actually look at this practice as a coping strategy, right? A very healthy coping strategy. And there are so many studies on gratitude. We could not possibly go through all of them here today, but some of the studies do show that grateful people have less negative coping strategies. So they are less likely to try to avoid a problem or deny that they have a problem or blame themselves or cope through external substances. Grateful people also, they sleep better. They are more patient, but I think it's because you're thinking less negative thoughts before you sleep. Because if you do a gratitude practice before bed, you are more likely to go to bed thinking more positively instead of negatively. So I think that's probably why they sleep better, right? Yeah. And other studies, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think that also just lowers your um, stress response as well, right? Exactly. It lowers your cortisol levels. Mm -hmm. Studies show that it lowers your cortisol levels. And it also um, helps people to have more control of their environments and their personal growth and their purpose in life and their self-acceptance. Like these are all studies and like re well-researched and well-documented studies on gratitude. There's thousands of them. Yeah. And yeah, there's so many studies on gratitude, um, which is again, why sometimes people feel like it is just oh gratitude. <laughs> I've heard it. <laughs> yeah. But we, what we really want to do here is emphasize how beneficial it is for you and for your children and how easy it can be to implement it as a family. Absolutely. And it really will increase your level of happiness. And and I know that there was one study I heard that people wrote down five things they were grateful every grateful for every day and after 30 days they found out that those people were 60% happier. Mm -hmm. Right. And I'm not sure what the criteria was for measuring that. I don't remember the study now, but just the fact that it can actually help you be happier 
and more satisfied with your life. And like you had mentioned earlier, even your uh, relationships will improve, right? Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's a, there's so many of these studies, um, particularly with, there's a lot around like students. There's a lot of students that had to practice gratitude. And then they found that when they um, did, those students that practice gratitude actually did well on certain tasks, right? Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. It makes you more productive too. Mm -hmm. Right. And so what we're emphasizing here is that it really does affect you at a cellular level and it does help you to raise the consciousness of your energetic field. Okay. And that the doc, the, the studies are very well documented around the research of it. And it helps to train your brain to be happier because then you become automatically programmed to become happier. Mm-hmm. So there are many strategies and all you need to do is start a gratitude practice as a family. And I do know of a colleague who was in, uh, her sister had passed away. She was going through a very big financial loss with her spouse and all she was able to do uh, was get up to the, get up for off the bed to go to the bathroom. And I remember she said a, she did a talk one day at a woman's event and she said she started just writing down three things that she was grateful for. And she did this every day. And she said that within a few weeks, she started getting out of bed. She started putting her life together. She got back to normal. She was able to cope with the death of her sister. She was able to cope with the marital stress from the financial loss. And she attributes it all to doing that gratitude practice. My gosh, that is so incredible and inspiring. Mm -hmm. It just goes to show you that you can start this wherever you are in life, whatever state you're in. And you just never know how far the impacts of just a little bit of gratitude can reach. Absolutely. Thank you for listening and you take care. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the I Am Mom Parenting Journey. If you enjoyed today's episode, please follow us and head on over to iTunes to leave us a review. We invite you to check out the show notes for this episode and click on the link to join our free Facebook community to stay connected and continue the conversation with other like-minded moms. Until next time, stay inspired, take action, and create magic.